Come on, let's clap our hands unto Jesus. Come on, isn't the Lord worthy of praise? Isn't he worthy of glory? Come on, let's lift up our voice, clapping our hands, declaring his spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your presence, for your power. Amen, amen. Let the whole church shout praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody glad to be in church on a Tuesday night? Come on, anybody glad to be in the house of the king on a Tuesday night? Amen, amen, amen. God bless the people of God for your faithfulness and commitment to the house of God. Amen. In, in a time where we are recovering from summit and those that are resting and recuperating, some of us had to go to work this morning, and so God is very pleased with your attendance tonight. Amen. God loves faithful people of God. Somebody shout amen. Come on, any, any faithful people of God. God is faithful, and there's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. I'm seeking the Lord. I'm seeking his presence. Amen. That's why we're here tonight. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, and turning your attention to Mark chapter 10 verse 46 and while you're turning there we are we are truly delighted and honored to be a part of this revival amen I am I am still flowing with the spirit of God in my heart from what he did in the sanctuary on Sunday anybody thankful that God showed up come on anybody thankful that God showed up Amen. Amen. God's presence begin to do something in our spirits. And God is not done yet. And in the course of this revival, I can promise you this. I can promise this. I know this without a shadow of a doubt. If I don't know anything, I know this. I know that every service that we are here together, I'm going to preach with all my heart. And I'm not taking one service off. I'm not taking one service off, so how about we just do that together? Let's not take one service off. Come on, I believe that God can do something on a midweek service. How about you? Come on, I believe that God can do something after you've been working all day and school all day. Hey, I've come to tell you, I still believe that God's going to do something in the house. Oh, uh, yeah, I feel like God's still moving in the sanctuary. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. I'm not taking one service off. Amen. I'm coming. I'm coming full throttle in the ammunition of the Lord because I believe that any service can be the best service for somebody in the house. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 12 and 1, when you have it, shout amen. Hebrews declares, wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so a great cloud of witnesses. Let us, somebody say, this message is for us. Let us, let us lay aside, lay aside every weight and the sin which do it so easily beset us. Somebody turn to your other neighbor and say, this message is for us. Amen, amen. And Mark 10 and 46 is not unfamiliar to us. This passage of scripture is a folding of a text that is very common. The Bible declares, and they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, that blind Bartimaeus sat by the highway side begging. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, somebody shout Jesus. Come on, somebody shout Jesus. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David. Thou son of David, have mercy. Somebody point to yourself. Have mercy on me. 
And I love how Jesus responded to a cry of desperation. The Bible says that Jesus stood still. And he commanded, he commanded for him to be called. And they called the blind man saying, be of good comfort. Be of good comfort. Rise, he called it thee. But verse 50, verse 50 is what I do not want you to miss tonight. Jesus responded to blind Bartimaeus' cry. But then blind Bartimaeus responded to Jesus' recognition of his cry. And the Bible says that, and he casting away his garment. Casting away his garment. He rose and he came to Jesus. I, in prayer, was seeking God's spirit direction for tonight. And it became evidently clear that this revival is special. All revivals have a unique dynamic to them. And, and this revival is special. It's no secret that we're in a new facility, in a new building. We're just breaking this thing in. Anybody thankful what God is doing at Cornerstone? Come on, anybody thankful? Just look around. Anybody got something to be thankful for? We're breaking this thing in, and I believe, I believe, I believe that we serve a God that is not interested in us settling for less. And I, I want to help to provoke the church tonight. I don't want to be long. I understand all the young people are excited about going to school in the morning. And all the adults are just itching to get on that mule and go to work. Amen. But with the help of the Lord tonight, I want to preach and challenge us and provoke us and pull us out of a seat of contentment and preach about the coat of no return. The coat of no return. Can we clap our hands unto the Lord one more time in the house? Come on, come on. God's going to talk to us tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, anybody trying to go higher? Anybody's trying to dig deeper? Come on, anybody trying to walk further? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Somebody look at your neighbor and say the coat of no return. Amen. God bless you in the fear of the Lord. You may be seated tonight in Jesus' name. The coat. The coat. Somebody shout the coat coat of no return. I think if you've been, been in a church setting for any amount of time, it is very possible that this, that this passage of scripture is not unfamiliar to us. Anybody heard of blind Bartimaeus before? Let me see your hands in the house. And it's not uncommon to us. And if the story is not familiar to you, I want to do my best to paint a picture. I want to leave an image ingrained in your mind. I want to unravel this text of scripture and help somebody go to a place that we've never been before. Somebody shout amen. amen. The Bible declares that Jesus was entering into Jericho and as he did many miracles there, he began to exit the city. And in the process of his debarkation, he, he was met by the voice of a man, this man that we come in contact with, that the Bible declares him as blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. This passage is very interesting if you understand the dynamics of the day, because Mark, Mark, points us to a very particular identifiable marker that is associated with Bartimaeus, and it was the garment. Somebody shout the coat. Come on, shout the coat. It was the garment that blind Bartimaeus had on his person that day. This coat that he had was not something that he decided to bring to the gate that day because there was a brisky wind at the gate of Jericho. No, this coat, this coat was very special. 
This coat was given not only to blind Bartimaeus, but to many of the impotent folk, the withered, the blind, the halt, the maimed, those that were incapacitated in their ability to take care of themselves financially. The government of that day institutionalized a program that ensured that beggars could beg. This coat, somebody shout the coat. This coat was issued to blind Bartimaeus and it gave him, it gave him a, a system. It gave him ability. It gave, it gave him a chance to survive because every day blind Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus was led out to the gates of the city with his coat around his shoulders and he was laid by the gates of Jericho and he was given permission to beg. If you would imagine welfare, this is exactly what it was as long as blind Bartimaeus had this coat. Blind Bartimaeus had a very decent life. He was unable to go to work, but as long as he had this coat, somebody say this coat. As long as he had this coat, blind Bartimaeus was always going to have financial stability. He was always going to have a life with security. And in fact, if the wind just began to kick up a little bit, that coat provided him with a little bit of comfort. If you would imagine blind Bartimaeus, you would imagine a man that would find himself in a place where it could be very easy that as long as he had this coat, he knew, everyone else around him knew that blind Bartimaeus was going to be okay. But I, I want to talk to us tonight. I want to preach to us. I want, I want to disseminate a spirit in this house right now and tell somebody that as, as much as we, we wear our emotions on our sleeve and we try, we try to convince ourselves uh, that despite our situations, despite our dilemma that we're doing all right, we're holding on by a thread. Everything is just fine. We're going to be okay. But can I tell somebody on a Tuesday night that God is not okay with you being okay? I wish I had two or three people that still had some strength after a work day left. Hey, God's not interested in you being all right uh, and just barely making it uh, and just getting by on a shoestring prayer. Uh, I've come to tell you God wants more for you. Uh, I've come to remind you that God has more for you. Uh, I've come to help somebody uh, help yourself uh, and let you know that God has more uh, than what you're looking for. Oh, I wish somebody would help me in the house. Hey, we serve a God that does not operate in the realm of mediocrity, but he works in the realm of the miraculous. Oh, I feel God in the sanctuary. I, I said we serve a God that wants to pour out his anointing and make you whole and save, you, and save your soul and help you get up of where you've been sitting. Oh, somebody clap your hands in the house on a Tuesday. Oh, my God, my God, can I tell you, I don't want to just smile and tell people I'm doing fine. I want to tell somebody I'm walking in the ammunition of God. I'm doing great. I feel great. I'm doing better than I ever was. Oh, somebody give God praise in the house. Oh, yes. I, I understand that what I'm preaching may be difficult to to digest, but I, I also understand that living the life of Bartimaeus uh, is a life that we ourselves can replicate uh, because there are times in our world, anybody hear me tonight, uh, there are times in our world that we can get cornered uh, by contentment and we can get cornered uh, by comfortability uh, because we do have some money uh, and we have a nice house uh, and life's not that bad, uh, but can I tell you that we serve a God uh, that there's so much more than just showing up uh, and hearing a good sermon. There's so much more than just showing up and feeling a little bit of the Holy Ghost. I want to dig deep in the wells and the reservoirs of spirit and know that there's a miracle on the brink if you just know that God is in town. 
I'm going to say it again. I said Jesus is in the house, and I wish you would recognize today is a good day for a healing of the house. Today is a good service for a breakthrough in your spirit. Tonight's a good Tonight's a good night. Tonight's a good night, but there are some things we got to push through. It's all right if I just talk to you for a little while. There's some things we got to push through because it's very early on in this text of Scripture that I begin, I begin to see some things about this text that rather, rather trouble my spirit that don't make me too comfortable because there's a lot of things about this, this text of Scripture that just don't set well with someone that wants more. Somebody shout more. The first thing, the first thing that unfolds is that we are introduced to a man. But we're not just introduced to a man. We're introduced to a man that has been given a label. Uh, you might not understand what that means, but it makes me a little bit sad to know that when we find out who Bartimaeus is, uh, we found out who Bartimaeus was uh, because his name was Bartimaeus, uh, the son of Timaeus. Uh, but we don't just see Bartimaeus. Uh, we don't just see a man uh, at the gate. Uh, we see the label that society uh, had tagged him with. Uh, we're introduced to blind Bartimaeus. Somebody shout blind. Uh, we're introduced to who he was, uh, not just who his name had been identified as, but who he was and who he had been. I've come to tell you that somebody in the house, we've got to get past the labels. If we're going to get to God, we've got to get past our insecurities. If we're going to get to Hey, stop telling yourself that you're weak. Stop telling yourself that you're poor. Stop telling yourself that you're down. Stop Oh, I feel like helping somebody right now. Hey, I know, I know I'm a blind man, but I've got a name. I am somebody. I'm not just crippled. I'm not just withered. There's a man in me that's going to Jesus. There's a man in me that's crying for. Hey, can I tell you that sometimes we live below our potential? Oh, I feel God helping somebody right now. We live below our potential as people of God because we learn to live and we learn to love the label. But can I tell you that if I'm blind, Bartimaeus, I don't want to be blind. If I'm blind, Bartimaeus, I don't want to be able to not see. I don't want to walk in darkness. I don't want to stumble around. I want to see. I just want to tell you I don't want to be depressed. And you can't call me depressed. has to be something on the inside of you to say, I don't care what people think about me. I am a child of God. I don't care if my family is five generations of drunks. I'm sobered up by the Spirit of God. I'm breaking every generational curse. I don't care if everybody in my family was bipolar. I'm healed and I got a sound mind. I don't care if everybody in my family don't manage money. I'm rich. I'm prosperous in the kingdom. I wish somebody would hear God talking to you. Blind Bartimaeus had a label. He had a label that he came to a conclusion he didn't want to live with. Anybody still hear me tonight? And at the point of recognition that he said, you know what? I'm not okay. You know, I just want to tell you, sometimes we can wear a mask, a facade, and we put on a pretense in the house of God. But sometimes God can help us a little bit more when we tell him, you know what, God, I'm not okay. I've been crying every night. I've been worried all week. I've been stressed out all day. I, haven't, I don't feel that great. I'm not okay. And that's when you will recognize, but guess what? I'm in the house where God can hear me. I'm in a place where God can listen to me. If I could just cry out. Jesus, thou son of David. Jesus, thou son of David. Je I wish somebody would take about 10 seconds and cry out. There's a king in the house. There's a God in the sanctuary. Jesus! 
Come on, I'm tired. I'm not okay. I'm broken. I'm not okay. I'm worried. I'm not okay. But God's saying you can be better if you cry. You can be stronger if you. Blind Bartimaeus said, today's the last day I'm going to pretend like I'm okay catching these coins. Because his garment had become so part of his lifestyle that even in that day, he didn't need a cup. That garment that he had, they were wearing across their shoulder, and they would catch coins that were flicked off the, the hands of a man passing on his horse. That garment was everything to him. That coat was everything to him. If he needed to be warm, he had a coat. If he needed money, he had a coat. If he needed security, he had a coat. In fact, he had no reason to change because he was going to be okay. But by and by, mayor said, okay, it's not okay. Hey, you got to get to the point, Cornerstone, uh, that you say we got a new building, uh, but we want more. Uh, we got a new sanctuary, uh, but this ain't enough. Uh, we want it full. Uh, we want it overflowing. Uh, we want it overrunning. Uh, we want people in the balcony. Uh, we want to pull out chairs on the midweek service. Uh, we want more. Somebody say, I want more. Somebody else, come on, somebody say, I want more. But don't, 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 don't say you want more too quickly. Because when you want more, you're going to run up against some opposition. Anybody hear me tonight? Is this all right on a Tuesday night? Oh, uh, yeah, you're going to run up against some brick walls. And it might come in the form of your friends and family. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep on preaching. Because blind Bartimaeus made a decision, I don't want to be blind anymore. I'm sick of carrying this coat. And as soon as he began to lift up his voice and cry, uh, the Bible said that many there charged him uh, that he should hold his peace. His own associates, his own confidants, the people that were close to him that said, blind Bartimaeus, what, what do you mean? You don't, you, you don't, you don't like that coat? It's so nice. It's all decorative with fancy balls and <laughs> you, what, what do you mean, blind Bartimaeus? Don't you know you brought in nine dollars and thirty-seven cents yesterday? What do you what do you mean you don't like hanging around us at the gate? I hope somebody's hearing me right now. What do you mean? You like going to church more than the club? What do you mean? I thought we were friends. But can I tell you, if you don't love God like I love God, uh, let me, ladies and gentlemen, we ain't friends. Hey, if you got friends that don't love God, uh, you don't have friends. Uh, if you got people that don't love God, uh, you've got to distance yourself uh, from people that are inhibiting uh, you from getting to God. Uh, if you want to stay home, uh, go ahead. Uh, sit on the couch. Uh, but I'm getting rid of my coat. Uh, I'm getting rid of my label. Uh, I'm getting my sight. My God, somebody ought to shout on a Tuesday night. I want to get to God. I got to get to Jesus. I don't care. I'm not staying here. Oh, somebody give God glory. Come on, give God praise. You've got to go beyond. You got to get out of the corner. You got to step out of contentment. You got to distance yourself from the crowd.
So they begin to exclaim, blind Bartimaeus, don't, don't cry out like that. But something in his spirit uh, said, I don't, no, no, no. I'm sick of coming here every day. I'm sick of being led out to the gates every day. I know I got a few morsels of bread in my cupboard. And I know that I got a coat. But I don't want the coat I want to see. I don't want the coat. I don't want to be depressed. I want joy. I don't want to be broken. I want to be healed. I don't want to be weighed down. He said, lay aside every weight and sin. Somebody shout the coat. Said, I want to see. Hey, I, I just want to tell somebody, I don't know if there's any, any new converts in the house, anybody that just start living for God and walking this walk, uh, you'll find out that people have no trouble. Uh, they have no trouble with you uh, as long as you're doing what they want you to do uh, and going where they want you to go uh, and spending your money like they want you to spend it. Uh, but as soon as you say, I'm going to be faithful to church, uh, all of a sudden they got a problem. Uh, all of a sudden they got an issue. Uh, as soon as you say, you know what, I'm going to put a little bit more in the offering plate, uh, they say, and oh, why would, be, would you be so unwise uh, with your spending? Uh, but I come to tell you, uh, I'm giving more to God uh, because I want more from God. Uh, I'm Sometimes you're going to have to press through people. Somebody shout people. You're going to have to press through people if you're going to get to God. And I tell you, some people won't understand your anointing. You got to get to God anyway. They won't understand the calling that God's put on your life. You got to show up to prayer anyway. Is this all right on a Tuesday night? Sometimes, boy, this is hot with this fleece, brother. Sometimes you got to get to God and distance yourself from people. Every time... Every time there was a place of isolation in the wilderness, uh, Jesus went to the wilderness. Moses went to the wilderness. Uh, Elijah went to the wilderness. Uh, but when they got by themselves, uh, there was a profound anointing that came uh, out of the isolation. Uh, as soon as blind Bartimaeus uh, began to cry out and begin to step out uh, from his friends, uh, they were trying to hold him back. Uh, but you got to pull away from the crowd. Uh, you got to pull away from the coat. Uh, you got to pull away from the stress. Uh, you got to pull away from the work. You got to pull away from sadness. You got to pull. I feel like preaching right now. Hey, sometimes you got to step out of the place of contentment if you're going to go to the place that God wants you to go. It's all right if I just, if I just be plain right now. Sometimes you got to sit in a different seat. Y'all ain't hearing the preacher right now. Oh, yeah, you get mad because sister so-and-so sat in your seat. Uh, well, maybe God's trying to get you out of your pew uh, and get you out of your comfort zone, uh, and you can get a breakthrough uh, because you done wore out the cushions on that. Hey, sometimes you got to get up off the pew uh, and do a different dance. Uh, you got to run an extra lap. Uh, you got to leap a little bit longer uh, to break out of contentment. I wish somebody would try it. Don't give God the stale clap. Give him your best clap. Don't give God a withered praise. Give him your best praise. Say, God, I got a little bit more. I'm going to praise more than I ever praise. I'm going to be faithful more than I... I'm going to leap a little bit longer. I don't want to stay in this garment. I got to get out of this coat. I got to break out of this contentment. I wish somebody would praise God for about 15 seconds. Come on, that's only, ten, that's only five seconds. You got a little bit more. It's uncomfortable. Oh, this feels weird. Yes, it does. When you get out of contentment, it don't feel like where you've been sitting, Bartimaeus. When you get rid of the coat, it don't feel like what you've been carrying, Bartimaeus. Sometimes you got to step out. I don't know how you feel about it, but I just feel like I want to be used by God. Anybody want to be used by God? 
And I ain't saying it's to get brownie points, but I love souls. I love souls so much, I'm going to be at outreach on Saturday. And guess what? I encourage you, you better tell somebody about the house. Because when God starts doing things for you, you can't keep your mouth quiet. When God starts working in your life, you can't shut up about it. That's why blind Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was in town. Because somebody was saying, I was crippled, but he healed me. I was broken, but he helped me. I was, somebody's got to hear that Jesus is in town. I come to tell you revival is in a land. I just want to know, do you know Jesus is in town? He heard that Jesus was in town. And sometimes, sometimes skepticism can, can fall in, in our spirit. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Because it might not be the wisest thing to believe everything you hear. And so I believe that's why sometimes people come to church and they're a little skeptical. But God sent a preacher to help you all right tonight and tell you that the rumors are true. I heard you people are holy rollers. The rumors are true. I heard you are tongue talkers. The rumors are true. I heard if I show up to church uh, and I get baptized, Jesus is going to wash away uh, all my sins. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the rumors are true. I wish I had some help in the house. Uh, I heard uh, that people with diabetes can be healed uh, at the name of Jesus. Uh, I come to remind you, uh, the rumors are true. Hey, you mean to tell me people can still get out of wheelchairs? You better believe they can. The rumors are true. Jesus is here. Jesus is near. Get rid of your coat. The rumors are true, Bartimaeus. You can see today. Hey, hey, sister, the rumors are true. God can give you a breakthrough tonight. Hey, brother, the rumors are true. God can help you with your family today. But will you believe, like Brian Bartimaeus believed, believing is not enough. Because believing is not the same thing as getting rid of your coat. Anybody hear me in the house right now? I believe that God can heal you of bitterness and wounds that have been degradating your heart uh, for a long time, but you got to let go of some people. If they hurt you, uh, you got to get rid of the coat. Hey, can I tell you, I, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you why you haven't got a breakthrough yet? Because you're still holding on to people that they're dead in the grave and they forgot about what they did to you. But can I tell you that when you lose your grip on your coat, God will give you something better. When you lose grip of your coat, God will give you something better. Hey, it ain't nothing that God can give you that your coat can't be replaced with. I've come to tell you, you got to get rid of your garment if you're going to get to God. You got to get rid of your coat if you're going to get to Christ. You can't hold your coat and have a breakthrough too. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Lion Bartimaeus had to come to recognition within himself that I can't have my coat and my sight too. I hope somebody's hearing me right now. You can't step out in a place where God wants you to be and hold on to the seat of contentment. You got to loosen your grip and say, God, I don't, I don't know how to swim, but I'm going to step out in the waters anyway. If you know how to swim, you wouldn't know how to trust God. It's because when you don't know how to swim and you start wading out in the waters, then God will lift you up and you say, wait a minute, I'm wading out in waters I've never been in. But that's what it feels like when you say, I don't need this coat anymore. Well, what if he don't heal me? I'm getting rid of my coat anyway. What if he don't change me? I'm getting rid of the coat anyway.
Maybe you like being stuck in drama. But I don't. Maybe you like rubbing the carpet to a bare nub and pacing the floors at night. But I don't. Maybe you like being sad. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't get braces for no reason. I want a smile on my face. Anybody want joy in your spirit? Come on, anybody want to walk in victory? Come on, anybody want to walk in joy? Come on, anybody want to walk in the peace of the Lord? Anybody want to walk? Hey, it feels better to walk a little bit better when you can see where you're walking. I don't want to stumble around in darkness and I'm bumping into my problems and I'm stumbling over my insecurities. I want to see. I want to get rid of this coat. Oh, I kind of tell you, there's some stuff you got to get rid of. There's some stuff we got to let go of. I hear Jesus calling. I hear Jesus calling. I hear Jesus calling. Oh, somebody give God praise. Come on, somebody, somebody ought to take some time and say, I'm holding on to some stuff. But tonight's the night I let it go. Tonight's the night. I get rid of the coat. Tonight's tonight. Today's the day. I change my name. Because after today, you can't call me blind Bartimaeus no more. I wish somebody would hear me right now. That label has to get loosened because you can't call me blind no more. I was blind, but now I see you. Hey, you're going to have to respect who God has made me to be. I, I ain't blind no more. I, I'm not weak no more. I, I'm, not, I'm not sick no more. I, God healed me. I, you can't call me diabetes. I, you can't call me cancer. I, you can't call me weak. I, you can't. I got a name. It's called redeemed. I got a name. It's called recovered. I got a name. It's called redemption. My God, I feel like the Holy Ghost is helping somebody right now. I feel like strength is getting in your bones and power is getting in your spirit. I'm not blind. Once I get to Jesus. Sometimes you got to leave stuff behind. Philippians 3 and 13 says, but I cut myself to not have apprehended. He said, but there's one thing that I know. He said, forgetting those things which are behind me. I got to press. Because Jesus is close by. I got to press on a Tuesday night. Because Jesus is close by. Hey, I told you, I'm bringing my best. I just want to know what you brought on a Tuesday night. I tell you what you need to bring. You need to bring a pressing in your spirit. You got to bring a pressing in your spirit. I hear Jesus, and my friends can't keep me in my pew, and my family can't keep me bound. I got to get to the altar. I got to get to the Savior. I got to get to God. has to be a point of recognition. As we come to the music, there has to be a point of recognition that you know what Jesus has to offer is better than what you've been holding on to. Anybody hear me right now? The woman at the well, the Bible declares in John 4 and 28 that when Jesus said, if any man would drink after the water that I have to give him, he will never thirst again. And when she got that revelation, the Bible says that she left her water pot. I hope you hear me right now. What you're going to draw with, I don't need that water pot. I got rivers of living water. I met the man that created the water. I met the man that he said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. I don't need this water pot. I don't need this coat. I came in contact with Jesus. Hey, I just want to know if you know Jesus is in town. Maybe, just maybe, 
just maybe you might feel like one of Blind Bartimaeus' friends. Because there's something about me. When folks start running around church, it's hard for me to keep still. When folks start dancing and leaping and shouting, how dare you sit in your pew? When Blind Bartimaeus started shouting and crying, it should have been a choir at the gate of Jericho. It should have been a few more shouting, Jesus, thou son of David. Hey, you ought to try that sometime. I know you're stuck, but you can get out. Jesus, thou son of David. I know you're tired, but you can be... I know you're weak, but you can be made strong if you try it. Jesus! I don't think you hear me yet. I wish you would put your faith in practice and say, I don't want this coat. Jesus! I got some of y'all on your feet. The rest of you, we can join together. I'm almost done. But there's something about this text of scripture that everything disturbed me except for verse 50. Well, Mark, you're going to have to forgive me what I'm about to do. This blind Bartimaeus said, You know what? This coat is comfortable. And these coins of contentment, they have brought me some years of stability. But as much as I love the smell of this garment, as much as I love the security of this fabric, I would love to see this man that they've been telling me about. I hear he's in town, but boy, it would be good to see what this miracle worker looks like. Is he tall? Is he short? Is he good looking? Is he... I would love to see this man named Jesus. I just want to know who showed up on a Tuesday night. And you want to know what Jesus looks like. You just want to know what it feels like to be touched by the miracle worker. I was blind, but now I see. I was hurting, but now I'm healed. I was on my way out, but God said, Bartimaeus, you can see today. somebody will feel what I feel in the house right now. What are you trying to preach to us, preacher? In this revival, you got to get to a place that you're sick of being in the same place. I'm telling you, I tell you what, it might feel weird. They tell, they tell you that psychologists tell you that if you want to break a habit, you, you start by doing small things that are uncomfortable. There's a book I read, The Power of Habit. They say if you have a bad habit, you start developing good habits. And you start developing good habits by breaking out of places of normality and contentment. They say if you want to mess your brain up, wake up tomorrow morning. And if you're right-handed, start brushing your teeth with your left hand. Your brain is going to trigger something like, whoa, what was that? If you always put your left shoe on first, Try putting your right shoe on first. It starts feeling different. It starts breaking the mold. Hey, if you don't, if you don't shout on Sundays, guess what? Come to church next Sunday and shout a little bit. 
you never smiled in months, try putting a smile on your face. You will feel a lot better. If you normally just sit there and soak up the word on a Tuesday, try moving a little bit. You will feel a little bit better. trying to challenge your spirit. He's trying to check your comfortability status. Because if preaching like this is way too much on a Tuesday night, maybe you just fell in love with your coat. Oh, I'm going to say it again. I felt that right there. If you don't think I should be excited about Jesus being in the house on a Tuesday night, maybe you just fell in love with your coat. But blind Bartimaeus said, you know what? I'm tired of coming to this gate. I'm tired of stumbling to this gate. I'm tired of carrying coins. And I'm tired of carrying this coat. And the Bible says that he grabbed a hold of his garment and he took it in his hand and he said, you know what? I think I'm going to give Jesus a try. I think I'm going to give Jesus a try. I think I'm going to give the Jesus Christ of Nazareth a try. Come on, anybody going to clap your way out of contentment? Anybody going to praise your way out of your problems? Anybody going to shout your way out of your situation? You know what? Matter of fact, I thought I liked this coat, but the smell is getting to me. I thought I loved my coat, but the heat is getting to me. I gotta get rid of my garment. But I, I come to help somebody on a Tuesday night. I'm done preaching. Perfect. It's 8:03. That wasn't that long. But the way you get rid of your coat matters. He said, cast your cares upon him. He said, lay aside, get rid of, don't try to pick it back up. I wish somebody would hear me right now. Gal Galatians 5 and 1 said, and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage from which Christ had set you free. Somebody, somebody told your neighbor, said it matters how you get rid of your coat. Blind Bartimaeus was not political in his distancing and his parting from his coat. Can you put verse 50, verse, verse 50 back on the, on the board for me? <laughs> Blind Bartimaeus said, you know what? I'm sick of this thing. As long as I have it, I'm going to have a few coins, but I would love to work for myself and make a little bit more money. Hey, if you want your business blessed, you got to stop holding on to those coins and give God a little bit more. I don't think you hear me right now. If you keep doing it your way, you're still holding on to the coat. My God, I feel good. But blind Bartimaeus said, I thought I was going to miss you, but I'm not going to miss you, old friend. Because I don't like being depressed. And I don't like worrying. And I don't like being tired of being sick and tired. That blind Bartimaeus would have sat there at the gate. And he would have stood up. And he would have politely 
resting his coat at the gate and stepped out from that coat and it showed that he had the intent of not being healed because he knew exactly where he had laid his coat but I wish somebody would take your burdens to the altar and don't pick them back up I feel the Holy Ghost moving right now. I wish somebody would bring your troubles to you a new tonight and don't take them back to work Wednesday. I wish somebody would leave your tears at the altar and let them dry up. He said it. He grabbed a hold of his garment and he cast it away. His garment. And he said, I'm not picking it back up because I'm going to see today. I'm not going back to the garment because I'm going to meet God today. I wish somebody on a Tuesday night would lift up your voice and get rid of your coat. Say, you know what? I'm going to go to the altar and I'm leaving it right there. I wish you would get out of your pew uh, that's holding you back. Uh, I wish you would get out of your seat uh, that's got you sitting uh, in your situation. Uh, I hear Jesus. Uh, I hear Jesus. Uh, I hear Jesus. Uh, I hear. Come on, I said, lift up your hands. Uh, come on, lift up your voice. Uh, come on, that's it, sis. Uh, I'm getting rid of my coat. Uh, I'm getting rid of my troubles. Uh, I'm getting rid of my. Come on, I feel a breaking. I feel somebody stepping out of their comfort zone. I feel like somebody stepping out of their corner of contentment. Come on, I wish you would grab a hold of your coat and take it off. I wish you would grab a hold of your coat and throw it away. Come on, that's it, sister. Come on, that's it, sister. Come on, if you need a financial breakthrough, you got to break out of your comfort zone and stop believing that where I am is where I'm going to be. God's saying, you get rid of your coat. I've got more for you. You get rid of your coat. I got a promotion for you. Come on, that's it. I know you watered the stuff last, last Sunday, but you got to break out of contentment on a, on a midweek service and say, God, I don't want the coat. I don't want the coat. Come on, come on. Somebody lift up your voice right now. I tell you, I don't want it. I don't want it. 